Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning and welcome to Dirt Radio. This is your host, Phil Evans, coming at you live from the unceded land of the Wurundjeri people in the Kulin Nation, 3CR Studios, acknowledging all elders out there past and present and the pivotal role that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders play in environmental and social justice struggles. Today, um, this is Dirt Radio, which is a Friends of the Earth show on 3CR, where we dig in deep with activists and community members around who are part of the Friends of the Earth grassroots community and all around on other issues as well. Today, we're going to have a chat with a old friend, a familiar voice, if you were just listening a few seconds ago, um, is Sam Castro, who is a uh, stalwart of Friends of the Earth in Melbourne and a really inspiring social justice and environmental activist. Uh, you know, just a generally all-around awesome person. And we're going to talk a little bit about um, feminism and how that has to do with environmentalism. Um, what is the patriarchy and why is it destroying the climate? We'll talk about that in just a minute. But for first, let's just go to a quick little CSA. Well, if you listen to 3CR, clap your hands. If you listen to 3CR, clap your hands. If you listen to 3CR, you sure know where you are. If you listen to 3CR, clap your hands. If you listen to 3CR, clap your hands. If you listen to 3CR, clap your hands. We'll check out the happy vibe. We're gonna ring up and subscribe. If you listen to 3CR, clap your hands. What? Who the hell is that? Clap your hands. What are you talking about? I ain't no elephant. Get out of here. This is handmade radio. Yes, you're on 3CR. This is Dirt Radio. Phil Evans here. Excited to be in the studio today with a good friend and live in the studio as well. Oh, lifting restrictions, Melbourne. Isn't the taste of freedom nice? I went out dancing on Friday night. Hit a dance floor soon and support some local artists and uh, enjoy all that. Um, But today we're going to talk with Sam Castro, who was in the studio with me, about environmentalism, patriarchy and capitalism. So just, you know, really light subjects for your Tuesday morning breakfast listen, or if you're listening to a podcast at 3cr.org.au forward slash dirt radio, gratuitous plug before introducing Sam Castro. How are you? Friends of the S, white, amazing, inspiring, social justice, amazing activist. How are you? <laughs> hey, Phil. It's really, yeah, it's really nice to be back in dirt radio studio land. I, you just made me think of... Emma Goldman's famous quote, you know, if there's no dancing, it ain't my revolution. Ah. Uh, an amazing anarchist and feminist. 
Yes, indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, so for sure, I mean, you, people who were just listening might go, that voice is really familiar. Dirt Radio. Organic. Mobilising. <laughs> Resisting. <laughs> Sorry, we're just entertaining ourselves now instead of the people. It's That's been a while right. since we've been on air together. That's right. Sam used to be a part of the Dirt Radio team and um, we work together at uh, Friends of the Earth. It always ensues in a little bit of silliness. Creating um, a sustainable planet. <laughs> <laughs> Mobilise. Dirt Radio. Friends of the Earth. <laughs> it's just one long plug. <laughs> So, Sam, um, mm. you have been really busy and regular listeners might be aware. Um, we've chatted a few times about um, this subject of patriarchy and environmentalism. And I don't think we could possibly talk about it enough, to be honest, because mm. many people really struggle to see what are the actual inroads and the practical implications of um, how patriarchy is actually enabling the extractivist kind of um, destructive system that is uh, such the things that we are fighting in the environmental movement. Mm. So always want to start at the beginning for people because never presume anything. What is patriarchy? (laughs) Well, patriarchy is a system of oppression uh, that operates through uh, often violence, uh, coercion. Uh, It operates in all sorts of ways to the benefit of men as a social group and in particular uh, a particular type of man, which I think we all know that type of man, uh, cis, white, uh, and in the current world, probably over 65. Mm. Uh, so, oh, so not all men. Yeah, <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> but all men benefit from patriarchy mm. as a social group and all of us live in the institutionalised structures of patriarchy. So when we talk about patriarchy, we're not talking about individual men who are mm. like, why do you hate men? It's not about that. In fact, men are impacted by patriarchy, particularly uh, black and brown men, poor working class men uh, as well. Mm. But they also still benefit from it in comparison to women and gender diverse community. Yeah. And that's the thing that makes it so interesting, isn't it, is the – I mean, these are complex things that we're talking about. Mm. And so many people go to really quick – analysis, uh, thinking about things through uh, individual oppressions, which is important to do in order to unpack and and to do resistance work. But really, when we're talking about systems change, we need to unpack it all and it all needs to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think that, you know, the society that we live in, in, and in particular, the patriarchal sort of white supremacist structures that we live in, uh, in the modern Western world in particular, um, I think it's very easy to push it back on individualism because that's what capitalism and neoliberalism does. It says it's about rugged individualism, uh, but really it's about collective uh, impact and collective power and collective oppression. Mm. Uh, so these structures, um, we've been told, inculcated through generation after generation to believe that you know, um, the Australian dream or the American dream, you know, the Canadian dream, whatever you think your dream is. It's about uh, individual achievement over um, the collective and that requires oppressing and using violence and coercion and collusion uh, to maintain that. So I think it's also, you know, really important to understand that this is not a competition, Um 
between uh, systems of oppression, the competition is placed on all of those that are oppressed mm. within capitalism and actually they work in cooperation in systems of oppression. So whether it's colonialism or neo-colonialism or uh, class or heteronormativity, uh, these are systems of oppression that work in cooperation mm. uh, rather than competition to maintain privilege and power and, of course, resource and wealth. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I sometimes have this, uh, there's this old story of uh, people going and uh, working with um, uh, groups of people or cultures that haven't necessarily been exposed to mass capitalism and, uh, and, and, and Western-style colonialism. Mm-hmm. And the stories of, you know, like getting kids to have races and instead of them competing individually with each other, they all, and like, you know, saying whoever gets across the line first will get like, you know, a, a treat or whatever. And then yeah. they all grab hands and cross the line together. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. In a way, like, you know, like yeah. that's how I kind of think um, about, you know, this kind of argument going on in society about identity politics versus, you know, like, you know, like, or how that relates to intersectional feminism. Mm. I think the, the right wing media is definitely trying to create this kind of um, tribalism about yes. oppression in society, like, you know, like, or you can be only this type or this type and, and, and deal with that in that isolated pocket. But mm. what we're trying to do is all join hands and run across the line together. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, maybe the global. Uh, father of modern-day uh, fascism and far-right, Steve Bannon, hmm. um, said in that terrible interview he did with ABC back in the day, you know, um, sort of sometime during the Trump era, uh, he was asked what is the greatest threat to the rise of um, the far-right across the planet? And he said feminism because they've understood that they need to dismantle patriarchy. Uh, now... You can see that in every sort of institutionalised institution that we have uh, and the gendered nature of division of work. And I think the pandemic and climate change continue to reveal that as long as we keep feeding into this current system rather than Mm. trying to change the system, uh, we're not going to be able to address the issues. Uh, You know, and you often hear people say, oh, the problem is capitalism or, oh, the problem's just patriarchy or the problem is white supremacy. Actually, the trick of patriarchy, which, by the way, you know, most of these kind of institutionalised tools uh, driven by these men Mm. uh, across the planet uh, is is to make us think that it's one or the other. Uh, And actually uh, what we need to do is push together. And I think the environment movement... Uh, for a long time and also by design by successive governments mm. and the way they fund work, et cetera, um, have, have tried to say, well, climate has nothing to do with patriarchy or climate has nothing to do with capitalism. In fact, I had a liberal uh, advisor stand in front of me and tell me uh, in relationship to trade agreements, why on earth would you want us to put anything about climate in it? Like, <laughs> climate has nothing to do with economics. Like, Who cares about the world that we live in? <laughs> oh, sorry. Sweary. <laughs> There's an extreme language warning on 3CR. Apologies. I, hey, I'm rusty. Isolation and the pandemic. Uh, is my excuse. I apologise for that slip of the tongue. Uh, Yeah, but that's how angry it makes me Mm. Um, because what we're actually working towards 
should not be around, you know, we've talked about the emergency and the militarised frame around uh, climate. Mm. We should be working towards system change and that requires climate justice, economic justice, gender justice, First Nations, people's justice across the planet, Mm. not just here in Australia. Uh, And, uh, yeah, I think the environment movement is having to bring itself out of this silo of thinking from a conservation perspective into understanding that it is also entwined. We can't just tackle uh, the protection of place. Mm. We have to address what's going on underneath. And Friends of the Earth here in Australia, but also internationally, has uh, over the last several years really committed to understanding that racism, colonialism, neocolonialism and patriarchy, these are systems of oppression that work together with capitalism as a system of oppression. Mm. Uh, And what we're actually dealing with is changing human systems that are impacting the environment. Mm. Uh, That's what we're dealing with. And, yeah, I kind of think it's quite amazing for an international federation to understand that intersectionality and the importance of addressing those things concurrently uh, and seeing them as climate and environmental business Mm. uh, as much as peace is, as much as protection of LGBTQI plus rights are, Mm. um, you know, and I think for Melbourne is doing that amazingly well in the Sustainable Cities campaign, working with the Disability Resource Centre, Mm -hmm. understanding that, yeah, capitalism is not only built on slavery, it's built on enclosure of the commons and regulation of women's bodies. And, you know, we've had, I don't know if you want to talk about it, we've had many a, a discussion about the shortcomings of Marx, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, <clears throat> which, you know, I don't think we should throw the baby out with bathwater. No. Uh, but I think we should recognise the era in which, in which his seminal work was written and, and the gaps in that in relation to asexual workforce mm. and and women's um, forced and exploited role mm. in the accumulative stage of industrialization and capitalism. That's it, and and you know I think you know one of the most interesting examples, um, if we like, go down into from the meta into the the more local, is yeah. to think about the um, the transition happening in the uh, Latrobe Valley at the yes. moment. So such opportunity yes. there. But um, the limitations of uh, kind of like approaching it from that kind of Marxist perspective is that we need to get the men working in the factories out jobs of the factories and into jobs for other boys. jobs, jobs for rather boys. than exactly rather than that reimagining of the economy and moving mm. into um, care-led or feminine <laughs> um, kind of a traditional role-led um, industries being mm. invested in, which which blows my mind because if you're able to see it from that eagle kind of eye view, mm. then you can see that. A lot of the jobs that um, that we're talking about transitioning people into are starting to disappear and become automated. <laughs> and, yes, and and the service industry is actually the way forward. And and I think mm. like you know that mm. is like a part of the like uh, the 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 lack of vision that is going on is that we do need to change the entire uh, kind of system in order mm. to get anything done on climate justice. And in this case, shutting down coal and making sure we don't leave communities behind. Yeah, and I, you know, I think the government and a lot of the environmental sector um, are, are, are pushing it from a perspective of uh, jobs for boys, mm. you know, and tech jobs. And I think what the summer of bushfires revealed and what the pandemic has revealed is who is essential. Who does the cleaning up and the holding together of the community? Mm. Who is expected to take on the additional unpaid, underpaid labour? Who Who is to be exploited on the front line and then denied 
you know, pay rises、mm. or free childcare, or the list goes on and on. So, you know, for me, this moment in history, as hard as it is,、uh, the opportunity to reconfigure and recenter our world and value teachers, doctors, nurses,、mm. you know, the the retail workers, the cleaners, the domestic care workers,、um, all of these things. Uh, are such a challenge to,、uh, you know, the masculine energy of this, well, let's say, misogynistic parliament、mm. that can't even deal with its own internal violence, oppression, and exploitation,、um, has really missed an opportunity to be a leader in saying, actually, our world and our society and our economy does not revolve around the small percentage of men that work in mines、uh, across the country. It actually revolves around all of the women that are doing this work、uh, with a gender pay gap、uh, and with underpay and insecurity,、uh, and these are the things that hold our society together. And if we are going to change、uh, the resource sector, we also need to reconfigure what is important to us.、Uh, sadly, I don't think that men on either side of the political spectrum have the vision or the willpower to bring about those changes because. That requires, you know,、uh, the decentering of a small vocal minority、uh, that will be like the women are out to get the men. <laughs> you know, we can't have women rising at the cost of others, as、oh. as the prime minister put it.、Uh, I mean, that is the underlying fear and threat of the masculine in this world that they will be displaced from the centre of power and hierarchy. And the reality is, they've had a fair go. And they've messed it up big time, <laughs> and、um, you know the survival of our planet and the impacts of climate are the clearest example, along with the pandemic, of、um, an entire global society being run by people that actually are okay with systems of exploitation and oppression.、Mm. Uh, the stock market keeps going up. Uh, but people are really struggling and dying all over the world. Yeah, you're listening to 3CR. This is Dirt Radio with Sam Castro talking about the. With, well, this I'm Phil Evans, and you're Sam Castro. <laughs> I just kind of realised that was a bit confusing.、Uh, sometimes we get those things confused. <laughs> Who、Talk. am I again? You're Phil.、Um, talking deep existentialism, and <laughs> no, talking about、um, the patriarchy, capitalism, feminism. How does this work, and how does this intersect、mm. with the environment? Trying to.、Um, Really unpack there、uh, what you were just talking about.、Um, it, it sounded really familiar. That whole fear of having your job replaced, this、uh, right wing narrative that、mm. has existed. I mean, you think back to like the eighties and nineties, particular.、Um, you know, like the threat of、uh, um, people of color basically migrating to Australia and、mm-hmm. taking white people's jobs, and now we're worried about women taking our jobs. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, we. Look, we want. <laughs> I was I was going to be really sarcastic then and and do a scomo, um, um, yeah, spoof, but I won't do that. I I think it's it is a really deep seated thing.、Mm. Uh, working class men are always taught to be suspicious of working class women.、Mm. Uh, you know, white people of brown people.、Uh, you know, the 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 process goes on and on and on. Where those that hold the power through patriarchal structures、uh, and capitalist structures 
use those structures to make us all suspicious of each other. Mm. And it's been a highly successful campaign um, over many, many centuries, basically. And there is a familiarity in the same sort of tropes that are brought out around people of colour or Indigenous Mm. people uh, are also used against women Mm. as reasons why we can't make these changes. Uh, You know, and I just think that our capacity to actually transition and recover from both the pandemic and to get off fossil fuels uh, is only going to be possible if we actually acknowledge what is at the centre of our community and and who are, you know, it's just astounding to me that we have gone through this whole pandemic. We know who the essential workers are. They're actually categorised, right? (laughs) We've done the analysis. We've done the analysis. (laughs) We know that, you know, over 80% of those industries are are female or gender Mm. diverse communities. Uh, And yet we continue to hear both sides of politics uh, gaslighting us about all of that and saying where the money needs to go is into defence and jobs for the boys because we can't have the miners without work. What about all the women without work who are still expected to do the work? And that's uh, the thing. A couple of weeks ago I was talking to Cam Walker in the studio about the lifting of the onshore gas moratorium. Awful mm-hmm. stuff. Terrible, yeah. terrible thing. Drillwatch.org.au launching in August. A little gratuitous plug there. Yeah, yeah, it's going to um, be good. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, but the one of the things that um, he really highlighted was that the, the data that was given out around the growth of the gas industry is... Oh, how do you say um, BS without swearing? <laughs> You've got me into a bad thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, basically, we will be in gas lit again. <laughs> yes. Um, on the number of jobs um, overstated by the thousands. So even this narrative that there are jobs for the boys is lies. It's just money lining the pockets of corporations mm. led by men. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So these men have learnt nothing out of the bushfires, which are a taste of things to come in terms of climate impact mm. or the pandemic. And what we need is leaders in all sectors, including the environmental movement, speaking out and saying, here is an opportunity to change the way we centre what we do in this world mm. uh, and to look for, a, a you know, I, I'm going to call it a feminist uh, just recovery or transition. Mm. But what I really mean is how do, we, how do we get people to value the things that actually hold our societies together? Mm. And if they won't... How do we change that, you know? Mm. Uh, And at the moment it seems to me that not only is the government gaslighting the women of Australia over the behaviour of those elected representatives and public servants sitting in our parliament right now, but they are gaslighting the nation over gas as a transitional (laughs) fuel. Hello. Mm. Um, But they're also gaslighting us over what it is that will make our economy stronger. Mm. And this is what they've done for a very, very hundreds of years is tell us the importance of their work in holding everything together. But, you know, compared to, I guess, the the Middle Ages or the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, we now have sophisticated data that actually tells us they're a tiny percentage of what actually makes our economy tick. So it doesn't even make sense, you know, from a capitalist economic perspective. Um, And when you have Groups like the World Bank speaking out and saying, yeah, capitalism is dead, uh, coal is over, 
it's quite extraordinary that these men keep coming out in public and telling us, no, this is still the future. Mm. Um, Matt Canavan is a, a classic example. Um, so, yeah, I would really like to see people <laughs> – People, sorry, I'm laughing because Phil is doing funny dancey moves when I said <laughs> Matt Canavan. Um, the Canavan can – Make coal rain from the sky, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Above those rainbows. Activism can be very silly, and you sing a lot of silly songs sometimes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I, really, I really think it begins with us refusing to accept the narrative and actually having um, allies and accomplices uh, that are willing to speak not only to white supremacy, uh, but to the fact that. Uh, women have been being screwed over on every level possible uh, in the development of this capitalist neoliberal project. Mm. Uh, we are the first impacted not only by climate, not only by um, the pandemic, but we're also impacted by the other spoils of this economy, which are, of course, militarism and war. Mm. Uh, so, you know, it's 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 not a very good thing for us. And there was an article that came out just the other day that uh, – absolutely showed that during the lockdowns and the pandemic in 2019, violence against women went up by over 17%, Mm. you know, uh, and it's just not taken seriously on any level because we're always being assumed to be units of production and reproduction that are disposable. Mm. So these are like huge issues that uh, we're talking about. They're massive. And I mean, this is why we talk about it as a system change thing. Mm. and uh, I, I'm really interested um, particularly in uh, ways that people can get involved at Friends of the Earth because I think it is radical anti-capitalist feminism to come and volunteer in a place um, where eco-feminism is, is viewed as a lens um, in order to move forward. But that, it, meaning that in a practical way, thinking about the sexual division of labour or mm. the types of labour that um, you can come in and do because you don't have to just come in and, um, and operate within the masculine frame of parliament or whatever. The transformational work can operate at any level and we value all forms of labour at volunteering at Friends of the Earth. Yeah, and I have to say one of the most beautiful things that I have seen in the last couple of years, uh, and it kind of got lost because of the pandemic coming in over the top, uh, but... Our response to uh, the Summer of Fires uh, was to help set up a uh, mutual aid hub uh, to make sure we got food and nest boxes out to protect what wildlife was trying to survive. Mm. And I have never seen anything happen so quickly and move across the whole of Gippy uh, to then go out and feed and protect mm. uh, those starving animals uh, and it was done by women and uh, LGBT queer community uh, and they did it off their own bat and Fo was able to support logistically in setting that up uh, and these are the kind of things where um, we know the solutions because we're already doing the work to counter the very destructive entity controlling us. Uh, so we would love people to come into Fo if you want to get involved in this sort of climate justice, gender justice frame. Uh, I would also strongly encourage you to start in your local community, your workplace, and just get together and have a discussion about what is the sexual division of labour in your organisation? Who is making decisions? Who is in position of power? Who is left to clean up? Whose voices are being focused on? Uh, These are things that we can all do in our own homes and our own communities. Mm. And if you want to extend that into climate, please come play with us. We're always looking uh, for rad humans to come – 
and help us smash patriarchy and its interlinked, mutually reinforcing systems of god-awful oppression that have brought this planet to its knees. Right on. We're talking to Sam Castro. I'm not angry at all. <laughs> I can't tell, Sam. I need more coffee. <laughs> Um, oh, we are running right out of time. That's, we've been talking to Sam Castro about patriarchy, capitalism, feminism, the environment. Where does this all intersect in a huge rhizomatic mess? Um, mess of joy. My favourite, complexity. Yes, exactly. And, um, yeah, if you do want to volunteer with Friends of the Earth, I'll put a link in the show notes where you can catch up on this conversation if you missed it at 3cr.org.au. And while you're there, subscribe and become a part of Radical Radio and keeping community voices and wonderful voices that you don't hear on the mainstream media that often, like Sam Castro on the air. Hi. Thanks for joining me, Sam, today. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm going to go straight to an outro because we are at that time of day. Okay. Bye. (laughs) So um, thanks, everyone, for joining me today on Dirt Radio. And thanks again to Sam for coming into the studio. It feels wonderful to have people back in the studio with me again. Um, And um, keep it on uh, 3CR because coming up next is Billabong Beats and it is always a fantastic show. So enjoy. For now, let's go out with a a bit of a feminist icon that I love, Patti Smith. Oh, yeah. And we all know that people have the power, so Mm. let's go. Bye. Bye.